G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. We typically talk around issues and try to touch on those things that are very current, nothing more current today than how the impact of war may well influence our own financial plans. So 1-800-316-316, Alex Cook, a special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you again. Alex, as Christians, we like to think we have an advantage in planning for hardships, but so many of us won't have thought through the issues with our own personal finances. Uh, How do we prepare for the hardships that may eventuate with war? How do you talk about the preparation? I imagine there's two dimensions here. That's how we personally prepare, and then there's practical uh, ways that we would, would pursue that. How do you look at those sorts of planning opportunities that come with potential hardship? Yeah, look, it's a great question. And look, I think you touched on it in the question there about the fact that many of us are not prepared. I think in the Western world in particular, we're so used to prosperity that we consider it normal. If you go back a few generations where we had um, my my grandmother, for example, who um, if she was alive today would be probably about 110 or something like that. Um, but that generation had been through both, both the world wars plus the Great Depression. So the way they looked at the world, I think, was quite different to the way um, that we do today. And in fact, many of them, and my grandmother was an interesting example of this, the outcome of living through that uh, season in, in her life uh, was she became a hoarder. You know, which is is not a good biblical concept in itself, uh, but that was the impact that it had on her life. Um, but coming back to, I guess the the question is, how do we prepare for these sorts of things? Well, look, at the end of the day, the principles really apply um, as much as they would with our finances in general, in the sense that we need to prepare our hearts. You know, our uh, as a Christian. We often, I think, once again in the Western world, we tend to think of prosperity as something that's assured. It's just the norm. And therefore, we're not prepared and not used to difficult seasons in our lives. Some people obviously listening to this will have been through personal seasons in their own life um, where they've been through tough periods. But as as a society, Australia hasn't been through that kind of difficult period for quite a long time. So we need to prepare our hearts, I think, first, because... One of the big challenges when tough times come is fear creeps in and uh, fear and uncertainty of the future. And as Christians, we should be the ones that people look to as being the ones that have great joy, irrespective of the circumstances that prevail around us. And that's because we have our trust in an eternal God who meets all of our needs and who will get us through. And so we have this wonderful uh, basis on which we can start from and to prepare. And so the, the preparing your heart, I think, is the critical one here initially. That's the first thing. But then if we go, so that's like, if you like, a spiritual side of it 
But then there's the practical side of it. How do we prepare? Now, the Bible makes it very clear nobody knows the future. I certainly don't. And uh, as far as geopolitics is concerned, and I know you've got a, an interesting speaker coming on after me, I, I don't have any specific expertise in the geopolitics and trying to work out what will and won't happen. But what I can say, though, is from a financial perspective, there's all sorts of things that we can do practically to prepare ourselves in these sorts of situations and prepare. I mean, one of the, the, the key ones here is the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes, uh, it's chapter 11, verse 2, it says, invest in seven ventures, yes, in eight, because you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. Now, when we talk about war, I'm sure we'd all agree that is a disaster. It's a human tragedy. Uh, and therefore, we can prepare for it through diversifying our assets, not putting all our eggs in one basket, not having all our money in the one bank, not having all our money in the share market. You know, having a spread of assets is a really important principle. And look, all good financial planners will say the same thing, and that is you don't put all your eggs in the one basket. Um, you know, you've got to spread your assets across, across different things. So you don't have all your money in the share market. You don't have all your money in the property, etc. You want to diversify. And that's because um, we don't know what the future holds and in fact to, to explain that sort of diversification concept a bit further you can diversify internationally so not just have all your money in your own backyard so to speak um, but also you can then diversify within asset classes so you know if you own shares you want to have multiple shares across different industries so there's lots of ways this diversification uh, concept can apply to us when we think about investing uh, the money that God has entrusted to us. Um, so that's a really critical one uh, for, for listeners to think through. Alex, the stock market, uh, fears of interest rate rises. Uh, we've even got the COVID Omicron uh, continuing to be disruptive around the world. Uh, these are the sorts of things I guess some listeners will be thinking, well, you know, if we're not talking war, uh, there's all sorts of other things that can be affected uh, by way of uh, financial uh, roller coaster ups and downs. What are your thoughts for what's happened in, perhaps in stock markets over this past week and what might be ahead? Yeah, so look, over the past week, stock markets have started to get a little bit nervous. The thing about stock markets is they don't like uncertainty. And so when uncertainty comes upon uh, the market... Uh volatility starts to increase you know share prices start to go up and down much more dramatically you see the the daily percentages of rising and falling starts to increase and that's just really reflecting the fact that people don't really know what directions the market's going to go in next there's this sort of uncertainty and uh, obviously with what's going on in uh, the Ukraine and Russia at the moment and that sort of uh, expectation that war is imminent um, there's this view then that the stock market is uncertain as to how bad it's going to be. No one really knows. So quite often with war, and you know, wars are horrendous uh, human tragedy, but usually in the lead up to war, markets often fall in the lead up to it because of the uncertainty associated with it. But quite often when the, mar when the wars actually break out and people have a, a grasp on the scale of it uh, and the, the, the seriousness of it, that's when markets often start to rise afterwards because they think, oh, it's almost a sigh of relief. Oh, that's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. And that applies to lots of other events too, not just war. I mean, if you rewind back to the famous September 11, 2001, when the uh, the World Trade Centers got uh, taken out by the terrorists, um, stock markets plummeted in the week afterwards. 
But not long after that, when people realised that the economic damage, so obviously there was a great human tragedy, but when the economic damage wasn't as bad, markets began to pick back up again. So that's it's it's this issue that no one likes uncertainty, and that's what often drives stock market volatility. So from a investor's point of view, though, the main thing is that you maintain a long-term focus. A lot of what goes on in the world, what we see in the newspapers each day and on TV at night, is really what I would call noise. It's market noise. It's You don't want to get yourself caught up in the headlines. Uh, you know, those headlines are designed as clickbait and, <laughs> and often designed to stress you out. Um, and those things get you to make impulsive decisions with your money. You want to have that long-term focus and remember what you're investing in and why you're doing so. And having that long-term focus will uh, prevent a lot of heartache and poor financial decision-making when it comes to investing. Alex, the possibility of war, we've already experienced a few, uh, you know, a taste of what happens with supply chain issues that can fairly easily be upset. Of course, we've got rising fuel prices. Uh, there's all sorts of talk about the higher interest rates as they're likely to come this year. Uh, even social unrest around the world. Uh, lots of things to expect for what might be in the year ahead. So uh, back to some practical things here. Uh, a couple of things uh, you, uh, you always encourage us is to have some level of emergency buffer. Uh, and to, uh, you know, set some savings goals and such things. How do we deal with some of those things if hard times do come? Yeah, so look, the the principles obviously still apply. So as you say, cash reserves is a good one. Making sure you save for the future as well as for a rainy day uh, still come. Also, look at the world um, as... You know, a lot of these risks that we're talking about, you know, uh, with Russia and the war and, and inflationary presses and supply chain issues, all of those things um, are things that the world has experienced before. These these things, they come and they go and they, they, they put, cha- they, you know, they, they challenge us at the time. If there is war, if things become chaotic, you are saying diversify, check on your cash reserves. So preparation of the heart was one of those issues that you talked about. As we top off a conversation here, Alex, uh, what are your your thoughts here uh, for listeners who might be thinking, if there is war, I normally panic about these things, but perhaps Alex Cook has some good insight here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, look, I think the key thing here is don't let fear drive your decision-making. This is an opportunity for us to get closer to God. You know, one of the amazing things about the Christian faith is the fact that we have a God that desires a personal relationship with us, and he wants us to seek him in all things, and including our finances. And we should be seeking God and particularly asking for wisdom during a season like this. You know, the book of James tells us how do you get wisdom? Well, you ask God. And so I would really encourage listeners to think of this as a a season for growing in your relationship with God and and growing in your financial wisdom. Uh, And also just assuming that a lot of what we're told in the West, we can't assume that prosperity prosperity is some sort of guarantee you know we're so used to it in the west Um, but it may well be that we are in for a challenging period i think certainly in the next decade we're going to have a lot more challenges than we've had in the last 30 years but that will be an opportunity for the gospel to flourish be opportunity for us to grow as believers in our relationship with god and it will also throw up huge opportunities for people to to use their wealth uh, both in ways to be generous but also to grow their wealth and to be able to fund kingdom activity so it's not a time to despair. It's not a time for fear. It's a time to look at it as an opportunity to grow 
in your faith and with your finances. Well, Alex Cook, always overflowing with very good wisdom. And if we do see war on our horizon, uh, good insights today in how we might be preparing for that. Alex Cook, the founder of Wealth With Purpose. And to connect with Alex Cook, his website, wealthwithpurpose.com, you'll find free resources there, ebooks, the My Toolkit. There's free videos and podcast content. You can also follow Alex on Facebook and Twitter. There is even a Wealth With Purpose Ask Alex specific email. Ask Alex at wealthwithpurpose.com. Alex, thanks so much for your insights once again today on 2020. My pleasure, Neil. Great to be with you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 